feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. So let me get this straight. If you are an illegal immigrant, you will get a free pass on terms of the VAX mandate. You don't have to be tested. You get a free cell phone. And now it looks like even though Americans are in a dire crisis, everybody, with baby formula, if you have friends that are looking for baby formula for their kids, they're having a tough time. But if you're an illegal immigrant, it's very easy to get access to it. This is stunning. So later on in the show tonight here on the Rita Cosby Show, I want to hear from you because to me, this is obviously an important issue when we're talking about baby formula and the lack thereof. That's a huge concern. But this goes well beyond even baby formula. This really goes to the issue of specifically the fact that it looks like migrants are getting a much better deal than the average American. Uh, You know, you listen to all those stories. They're showing all these pictures of, you know, store shelves that are blank. And if you're a mother and you have a specific formula or a mom or dad and you want a specific formula for your child, and I have friends that, you know, have young ones right now that are like very particular on what their child can have. And there is a crisis right now in terms of getting baby formula. And how interesting is it that if you're an illegal immigrant, you seem to not have a problem. And case in point today, this was stunning. Kat Kamek, congresswoman, comes out. And this is a Republican congresswoman. And she just blew the lid on the whole thing. She put out a picture showing what were truckloads of pallets of baby formula that you can't basically find on any regular store shelves in normal stores in America, but they're loaded into these facilities for migrants, and they're in a storage facility. To me, this is so outrageous. It just shows such a double standard, and I can't wait to get your take on this later on in the show, but here's a little bit of Kat Kamek. I say bravo to her for exposing this. Take a listen. We literally are struggling to find baby formula around the country. Moms are struggling going from store to store to store. And then the stores are actually capping the amount of baby formula that they will sell them. But, and this got sent to me by a border patrol agent this morning and said, this is disgusting. You will not believe this. They're receiving pallets and more pallets of baby formula at the border. And sadly, I do believe it because based on this president, he doesn't seem to have a trouble with giving freebies to migrants and opening that border wide open. And yet for Americans, they're having trouble going to the shelves. This is absolutely terrible. And by the way, this president doesn't seem to have a trouble blaming President Trump for everything. He's not saying he created any sort of supply chain crisis. He's not saying he created any sort of issues with this rising inflation that we're all dealing with. No, everything is now MAGA, 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 MAGA. The other day it was like, 
the most wild, what was it, the most extreme political movement in American history is the MAGA movement. Clearly somebody gave him a talking point because I don't think he could come up with this on his own. And to make Joe Biden sound, I don't know, fascinating or interesting, the only time I seem like I feel like he ever gets like animated is when he talks about President Trump. He's like thinking clearly about President Trump 24-7, which shows that he's clearly worried about President Trump. And boy, President Trump had a much more secure policy at the border. We all know that. But take a listen. This is the latest swipe. And now he has a brand new title for President Trump. This is President Biden last night. And by the way, even though I think a lot of times President Trump doesn't like the titles given to him, I think he's going to like this one. Under my predecessor, the great MAGA king, the deficit increased every single year he was president. The first year of my presidency, the first year, I reduced the deficit, literally reduced the deficit by $350 billion. First year. Next. And we're going to go to cut 44 now. I want to talk about Mayor Adams and crime because crime is an enormous, enormous issue, not just in New York, but around the country. And actually, this is 42. This is uh, Eric Adams, 42. Um, This is Eric Adams the other night. And boy, was he on fire about crime. And this was something, listen, that the Democrats, I gave him a lot of credit because a lot of Democrats are not talking about crime. This was something that President Trump did talk a lot about. And yet I'm glad to see that he is fired up. And I hope that this passes on to other Democratic mayors across the country. Who the hell will protect the innocent New Yorkers in this city? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. It is time for us to stop spending our energy protecting people who are committing crimes and violence. This person has an extensive arrest history. He has made up his mind. He was not going to stop until he took the life of an innocent person. And he is talking about a repeat offender who opened fire on a cop just a few nights ago. So, all right, so that happens. He's all fired up. And what is the next action by Mayor Eric Adams? He's going after ghost guns. Now, I have sort of mixed emotions about this, and I want to hear your thoughts as we're talking about serious rising crime across this country. I'm happy to see that he's angry, that he is passionate, all those other things. And yet the first thing I think he should be doing is going after bail reform, going after these repeat offenders. He's saying the right things. But the next thing he comes out with is basically an attack on ghost guns. And I will say that I think is a serious issue. These are guns that don't have serial numbers They're major issues. By the way, in 2018, there were 17 incidents, I think, in New York. 2021, just last year, 275 incidents with these ghost guns. These are the ones that don't have serial numbers. You can't trace them. You basically get these parts and you put them together like a homemade gun. Um, And so you can't follow them. And it's an 83% increase just last year. In New York, Chicago, 250% increase on these ghost guns. And guess what? The bad guys do like these ghost guns because then they don't get tracked. You don't have to show any proof. You don't have to do anything. You just kind of order them and you put these parts together. So 
on this part, I will actually say very, very much bravo to Mayor Eric Adams of New York City that he's going after that. The problem I have is after he goes through this long thing and says, hey, let's go after repeat offenders, and he talks about the guy who shot the cop. Thank goodness the cop is doing okay in this case. This was one that just happened a few days ago. You know, I don't think ghost guns would be the next thing out of my mouth. I do think you go after it, but is that sort of the typical Democratic line? Go after the guns, not go after the criminals. He's saying we got to stop these repeat offenders. So why don't you go after the offenders, not the weapons? I think you want to go after ghost guns. So, yes, again, I'm going to applaud him on that arena. But, again, I don't think that should be the first thing you bring up. I think it should be, okay, I have had enough. I am done. This is crazy. I am going to go talk to Alvin Bragg tomorrow, the DA in New York. And that's what any Democratic mayor who is having to deal with the escalating crime, as so many major cities around this country are doing, that's what they should be doing. Not going, it's like the solution is going after guns. So was that rhetoric that we heard from the mayor just to sort of inflame tensions to go after guns? Or do you think he's going to finally get to the root of the problem, which is the bad people using illegal guns? Is he missing the mark? Well, here he is going after the ghost gun makers. Take a listen. They have played fast and loose with the laws and attempted to circumvent those laws. The ATF estimates approximately 45,000 ghost guns have been recovered at crimes since 2016. No, and that's a lot of numbers. That is a big, big issue, and you got to be able to track the bad guys. But again, I want to hear him say, I am fed up with these repeat offenders to the point where I'm going to make sure the system changes and it's going to change in the next few weeks or I'm going to pressure that person out. I'm going to call them out publicly. I'm going to embarrass them. I'm going to say who's holding up the process. You know, why is it always guns, guns, guns? And remember when President Biden came to New York City and visited with Mayor Eric Adams? Well, same thing. They had that press conference and all they did was talk about guns. And I even had Eric Adams on my show around that time. And I said, tell me about the visit with the president. Tell me what happened. And did you discuss bail reform? Well, you know, we said that, yeah, it needs to change. Well, what are you going to do? And he seemed to say, well, you know, like I can't I don't have control over certain things. Well, you know what? I think you got to do an all comprehensive approach. And is this, again, a smokescreen to kind of be a gun grabber? And the next step is going to be going after your Second Amendment. This is different because it's ghost guns. You can't track them. But again, it's guns, guns, guns. I say thugs, thugs, thugs and illegal guns, not just guns, guns, guns. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Chris, uh, line seven. Chris, your thoughts about all this? Hi, Rita. How are you? I agree it is the person behind the gun. There's a finger always. There's a trigger. That pull the trigger. And also, well, I don't know why everybody's so surprised about the, the raising crime. Back in two, January 2020, Cuomo released 24,000 convicted felons, if you remember correctly. And uh, Newsom did the same thing. I believe it was November 2019. He released 17,000 convicted felons. So what do you think you're going to get when you release these people into society? 
Absolutely. You're right. It's it's that revolving door. And they're still talking about reforming Rikers. And when you hear them talk about reforming Rikers, Rikers had has, has had some problems. There's no question. But the solution, when you see the headlines, it's like making sure that the guards there are kept in line. And then at the same hand, we also heard him say, take pictures of subway cops if you don't see them doing their job and they're on the phone. It turns out they're using the phone often for work, 99% of the time. Um, so it's like, you know, you, it's this mixed messages, JC, just as you're eloquently, you know, talking about the releasing. It's like, give me a break. Right. You know, it's insane. So what do you think the solution is? What do you think, by the way, about ghost guns? You know, I'm I'm always very honest, and, and I do have a problem with ghost guns. I think that's a huge issue. you got to be able to track these guns. You can't have people making homemade guns, making homemade bombs, making homemade, you know, anything that could be used, you know, and especially something like this that sort of it's out there. I mean, it's shocking to me some of the stuff you can see online. And I think this is just such an easy invitation for a bad guy. Absolutely. There's, uh, they should be outlawed. And there's a way I'm sure they can track it online as to who's re- just like to track anything else they want. Yeah. And he's calling on the feds. He's actually asking, you know, hey, President Biden, can you step in and go after this? It's a Nevada company that makes a, a lot of them. Um, and I think I actually think that that's a good thing. But I would also like him to go after you know President Biden and say, hey, what are you going to do about repeat offenders? Can we start some sort of movement? Can you imagine like if they came out and said we're going to crack down on repeat offenders right now? I don't know why that's so hard for Democrats to say that. I don't know why we can't do something about Soros. If he's responsible for pouring money into St. Louis, California, uh, New York, with all these prosecutors that are socialists, why can't we not do something about Soros? The heart, cut the head off the snake. Yeah, and find out exactly where that money goes. I mean, we do know that a lot of his money has gone to these soft on crime DAs, Chris, but you're hitting it on the head. You know, there's a lot of questionable things, and it'd be good to know, okay, you know, some of these protests that just kind of, quote, happened to show up. Uh, is he behind some of them? Even the Roe v. Wade ones seem to pop up awfully quick outside those, uh, you know, the Supreme Court and the justices' homes. Chris, thank you very much. Let's go to Christine real quick. Line eight. Christine. Good evening, Ms. Cosby. Good evening. What do you think, Christine, about all this crime, sadly, and the ghost guns? Well, I think you have to start with crime itself. All these Democratic cities are a haven for not being tough enough on criminals, you have to start prosecuting the little stuff to make an example for people so they don't go after the gun. It's not the gun. It's the person pulling the trigger on it. One thousand percent. Christine, thank you very much. And by the way, sort of to Christine's point, it's like what is going to take for them to realize the Democrats that they have to punish people, even with lesser offenses. When we come back, Attorney General Letitia James, by the way, just came out recently in New York saying that spikes in crime don't warrant changes in bail law. I mean, you already got like double, in some cases, triple digit increase in crime. What do you want, quadruple digits? What does it take to warrant a change in the bail law? Plus, students using weapons more in school because they are, quote, concerned about crime. Boy, is this a sad testament to the sign of the times. You are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show. 
It's the Rita Cosby Show. And crime is definitely out of control in so many major cities across this country. Case in point, take a listen to Mayor Eric Adams, who recently talked about just how many, quote, guns they've gotten off the street in just this year. New Yorkers deserve better. We took 2,600 guns off our streets. And the shooters of those guns are back on our streets just like this person here. Under normal circumstances, you will see a decrease in crime in the city. But the same criminals are continuing to come out in our streets, committing violence over and over again. And despite the rise in crime, the Attorney General of New York, Democrat Letitia James, says spikes in crime don't necessarily warrant changes in the bail law. Are you kidding me? Again, what kind of crime do you need to see? What kind of numbers? They are skyrocketing. And things are so bad. This is so sad. The son of an NYPD cop was shot across the street from a Queens high school. He actually was like running into the school with his arm bleeding, saying that he had been shot. And then this comes at the same time that students have been bringing more weapons to schools in New York City. That's not a good thing. But when people start looking at the numbers, they see that 4,700 weapons have been recovered in New York City schools since the return of in-person classes in the fall. And get this, over half of those were pepper spray and knives, which school officials suggest might be students just bringing them out because of fear of violence that might erupt after the bell rings, after they get dismissed from class, there's so many, you know, violence and problems going on that they may be bringing them for self-protection. And then we have the top law enforcement officer in the state in New York saying, well, maybe crime isn't bad enough that we need to change the bail law. You got kids bringing weapons to school, basically trying to protect themselves from other kids or problems outside the school. I mean, this is a crisis. We got to make sure bad people get locked up, not just the guns that they might be carrying. 1 800 848 Let's go to Sydney. Line eight. Go ahead, Sydney, your thoughts. Uh, good evening. Uh, I have so many things I, I like to say, but I know you won't be able to squeeze it all in. We go ahead. Start looking at it. We, we should start looking at curfews in New York. We should start uh, uh, bringing the impact officers back. These are officers that patrol our streets on foot patrol all the time. Uh, we, we need to consider National Guard, and we need to consider good law-abiding citizens to carry conceal if they want. And what do you make of the fact, you know, that everything it seems like, Sydney is guns, guns, guns with the Democrats? And I do think, again, I applaud Eric Adams on the ghost guns issue because I'm not a fan of these unmarked guns and all these other issues. But they seem to be missing the point about going after the bad guys. He says it, so I will give him a lot of credit. But there are a number of other Democrats who won't even say it. They, it, like, pains them to say the word. It, 
angers me. It angers me because I grew up around Democrats all my life. Uh, I'm independent. I wish Curtis Sliwa would have, as a matter of fact, I helped him in his campaign. Too bad he didn't win. Um, we really need somebody maybe to do a class action lawsuit against these lawmakers. They won't budge. Class action lawsuit. There needs to be some pressure. I agree with you, Sydney. by the way, because you're right. There needs to be extensive, extensive pressure against these individuals. And and I'm happy to see that our Eric Adams is getting angry, but I want to make sure that Alvin Bragg feels a little bit of that anger and that pressure to be forced to change. Or if not, he gets replaced, that somebody else goes in his place that actually upholds the law and thinks first and foremost about the citizens of New York. And this is a problem across the country. And everybody, when we come back, Part of the reason is Joe Biden's too busy trashing President Trump. We're going to talk about his latest title, the MAGA King. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, where we honor our great men and women in uniform, a really powerful story coming from Omaha, Nebraska, from the brink of death to a second chance at life. An Omaha family met with the man that they call their guardian angel after a near fatal accident in a sandwich shop. Now, it started with a trip to the Walmart area. And for the next thing that happened, this is really interesting. Michael Freeman says he doesn't remember the trip to the Walmart. My wife said I called her and asked if she wanted something from the Subway sandwich shop. And the next thing he said moments later, the unimaginable, the next thing I remember, he said, I was waking up in the emergency room. Freeman had suddenly gone into cardiac arrest. Officer Keith Lambert of the Omaha Police Department said, I heard a thud or a crash from behind, and I turned around to see what happened, and I saw this man laying on the ground, arms out, stretched out, looking at the ceiling. Just a few feet away from Mike Freeman was that off-duty officer. The 17-year police veteran rushed in to help immediately. Imagine just the good fortune that that man had a, a police officer right around him at the time. He suddenly stopped breathing. His training kicked in, though, to save him, and he went right into CPR. He gave chest compressions for about 45 seconds, and after that, he heard a loud cough, and he came back breathing slowly. He was so relieved. What an amazing story that this happened and that that officer happened to be right near him. So the Freeman family says they now have a forever bond with this officer that they call their guardian angel. When we greeted and we shook hands with him, I realized I wasn't shaking hands wasn't really just enough. How do we thank him? So we gave him a huge hug. We embraced him and felt that he was truly 
sent from above. What a beautiful, beautiful story. And what an amazing good fortune of luck that Michael Freeman had a police officer around him when this happened. It's such a powerful story about the great work our men and women in blue do every day. Well, we were talking about the crime and gun policies of the Democrats and very much a stark contrast. You know, I mean, you think about when President, you know, Trump was in office, just so many of the different policies, different policies on the economy different policies on the border. We're going to talk about that later on tonight and different policies in terms of handling crime. He was one of those folks who was like, okay, we got to do broken windows. If somebody committed this crime, we've got to make sure they pay the price. Very much a sort of law and order system and someone who is a huge, huge supporter of our law enforcement. Well, clearly President Biden is very, very worried about President Trump. I mean, it's like every time he talks, it's like MAGA, 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 MAGA. You know, he's definitely worried about what's probably going to happen in 2024. And he's certainly, I think, worried what's going to happen in November 2022, a few months away. And every turn, it's like he's taking a swipe at MAGA. And boy, there's a lot of things right now where people are going, you know, however you guys feel about President Trump. You know, there are people who say, oh, I don't like the tweets or I don't like this. You know, I don't think it's a good idea for President Biden to be bringing up Trump at every single turn, because I think people are looking and going, well, during President Trump, the economy was good. During President Trump, the border was was good. It was secure. We didn't have any wars and energy prices were down. Inflation wasn't skyrocketing. He had an energy independent policy. And John Katsimatidis of Cats at Night had this to say about basically the choice that President Biden has now. Basically, get your butt in gear, make us energy independent again, or inflation's going to keep rising. Take a listen. The problem is only one place. Washington not opening up North America to oil. Mm. If North America was opened up, the price, inflation would go away in 90 days. I mean, it's sad just to, just to, that nobody realizes it. And the alternative is, if you don't want inflation to go away because you're opening up uh, North America to oil, uh, then uh, what happens? Uh, Powell is going to keep raising interest rates, and you'll destroy the real estate market and destroy the economy. Mm. So pick a, pick a choice. Open up oil in North America or destroy the real estate market and raise interest rates. Well, it seems like this president has chosen the latter. And here's a little bit more from John Katsimatidis about Biden. He has no solutions. No solutions, Maria. Yeah. Uh, It it, it was, he even used words that inflation is going to solve the problem. I don't know if you you heard those words. I mean, he has no clue. Mm. And there's a loss of confidence in Washington that he has no clue. And he seems to have a lot of trouble getting a handle on crime. He's not addressing crime whatsoever, not addressing the border whatsoever. Inflation, he's now blaming the Republicans, which to me is astounding. It's like at every turn, he is passing the buck. And he's doing whatever he can to blame MAGA. Uh, it's like everything is MAGA. You know, the, the border problem, oh, it's got to be MAGA. Crime, oh, it's got to be MAGA. Inflation, it's got to be MAGA. 
Take a listen. Here's a little bit more of President Biden going basically after what he says is the MAGA plan. And now he's slamming Rick Scott's plan. Rick Scott is the senator from Florida. He had a plan. This wasn't the Republican plan, but Biden is trying to paint everybody with one big broad brush to, I think, deflect from his own problems. I want to strengthen Social Security benefits to make folks who've worked their whole lives and paid into it be sure they have it. I want to give Medicare the power to negotiate drug prices. I want states to continue to expand Medicaid. And the ultra-MAGA Republicans' proposal puts—here's what it does. It puts Social Security, Medicare—this is the Republican plan now, the only one out there—and Medicaid on the chopping block every five years. Here's how it works. Their plan explicitly states that every five years it will require a vote on whether or not to continue each of these programs. The ultra MAGA plan. So tonight, what do you make of the fact that now it's only been in the last few days? It's like clearly somebody gave him a card and said, you got to start using the word MAGA like in every speech that you do. Because he wasn't doing that up until like a few days ago. And then now suddenly it's like, uh, it's uh, Thursday. It must be MAGA Thursday. Tomorrow's going to be MAGA Friday. It's like every time he speaks, he's using the word MAGA. And I think it's because he gets a little fired up. He clearly is jealous, I think, of President Trump. I think he's frustrated with President Trump, that he still overshadows him, that he brings out these big crowds at rallies. And it's the only time I ever see, like, passion in President Biden. It's like when he brings up MAGA, it's like there's some sort of, like, he kind of gets a, like, a shot in the arm. Half the time he feels like he's in a coma, but he feels like he sort of gets a shot in the arm a little bit and like kind of gets a little bit of a juice or whatever. And it maybe makes him exciting or interesting or or I don't know what. But someone clearly passed him a note and said, okay, you have to use the word MAGA. Paint everybody as MAGA, 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 MAGA. I actually think it's going to backfire because I think people are going to go, God, boy, are you obsessed with MAGA? That's one. And two, There's a lot of things about MAGA now that people are going, boy, this country is a mess. The other was make America great again. I'd kind of like to be great again. What about you guys? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Here is a little bit more of President Biden with his ultimate MAGA comment. Now, now this is actually really funny. Take a listen. And what do you make? of this turn of phrase. Under my predecessor, the great MAGA king, the deficit increased every single year he was president. The first year of my presidency, the first year, I reduced the deficit, literally reduced the deficit by $350 billion. First year. The great MAGA king. That is like the ultimate. And the funniest thing is uh, Trump then kind of like played off of it and said, ah, here I am, the great MAGA king, ready to charge. You know, it's like usually he doesn't like the comments that come after him, but he's like kind of embracing this. And if I'm Trump, I would go, wait a minute. Okay, he's clearly worried about me because we did a good job. He has no other thing to go off of. So he's just trying to deflect from his own problems and. He keeps talking about me all the time. Why doesn't he worry about the American people? That's what I would say if I was President Trump. To me, it looks like such a sign of desperation. And to me, it just looks like it is such 
a worry for him, and he's really, really concerned. The number to call is 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Is this a sign of desperation by President Biden, who doesn't have anything to use as an excuse as to why inflation's going? You know, it's like uh, it's either Putin or it's Trump. It's either the Putin price hike or it's the MAGA king. What about your policies or your lack thereof at the border? What about, you know, crime problems that you're not addressing? You're not addressing repeat offenders. You're not addressing bail reform. You're not addressing all these issues. And all you can do is say the MAGA king. Don't you think people are sick and tired of seeing that kind of smokescreen? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jimmy on line five. Go ahead, Jim. Well, Stan is sitting there in his straitjacket probably cheering on everything Biden's saying. By, by the way, are, I, I've thought about Stan. Stan is probably popping a five, like a cork right now. He's like, oh, my God, every time he hears the word Trump, he goes into cardiac arrest. Yeah, Trump is trying to save us from the people who are trying to defile and de- de- debase our children. We're being attacked at every level. I have to read you two sentences real quick. This is what the communists write. The ideological erosion of the bourgeois order at every level, economic, political, cultural, social, would precede the initiation of direct frontal assaults on the state. This is the Gramsci strategy of getting control of the culture, shaping the views and opinions of people over decades. And you slowly re-educate the people prior to the revolution. As the old communist way you take over, then you re-educate people. So they re-educate the people prior, and now we're in that stage now. We got a guy in the White House who was supported by the communist movement, foreign governments involved and helped them get elected, not counting the virus, the fentanyl, and all this stuff. It's organized. I am, I know I said it in the past, I am going to put this stuff together and send it out again. When you read what the enemy says, when the Soviets say this is a model for the Western world, And they do, and you see what's happening now, like Shazam. They say we're going to do this. Years later, it's done. Maybe it's just a coincidence. Everything's falling apart on purpose. Biden and Putin are the enemy of America and Ukraine. We and the Ukrainian people are united in that we're both victims of the governments, either that are controlling us or attacking us. It's the same movement. Wow, wow, wow. You you know, Jimmy, I knew you'd be able to tie it all in. I have faith in you, my friend. Jimmy, great to hear from you. Thank you so much. Let's go to Josh on line eight. Josh, your thoughts. Hi, how are you? Good. What do you make of the fact that everything is because of the MAGA king, that now President Biden, clearly somebody said, hey, this is the new messaging now, you know, try to deflect off your own problems and blame it on the, quote, MAGA king. I understand why in the world do we have a president sitting and everybody, every single U.S. citizen, middle class and under middle class, cannot afford groceries. When President Trump was in the, in the office, everybody was able to afford everything. Why can't we afford right now groceries, formula, basic necessities that every human being needs can't afford it because the paychecks are inflation. The inflation is insane in the United States. No, absolutely. Hey, hey, Josh, I hear you. Absolutely. Because, the you know, right now, so much of the economic problems really are, in so many ways, a testament to this president, the current one's policies, not the MAGA king, but the non-MAGA kings. 
you know, and if you look at what he has done in terms of, you know, some of the handouts and also just, you know, I think killing us energy independence. You know, I even look at a lot of the funds that they're spending for Ukraine. And as all you guys know, I'm very passionate about supporting Ukraine and democracy. And I think about had he been, it's everything is not prepared. He's behind the eight ball. Had they better protected Ukraine before this moment, before even the Russians invaded, um, maybe Russia wouldn't have invaded. Had he done certain things with the economy, maybe the economy wouldn't be in such a free fall right now. Had he done something to crack down on criminals, maybe crime wouldn't be skyrocketing right now. Had he done something, I think, to send a message to protect our police, maybe police officers you know, wouldn't feel like, uh, you know, that that they're under such assault all the time by citizens and they, citizens wouldn't feel emboldened to go after police. I mean, there are so many things that I just think are so behind the eight ball. Some of them he hasn't even done yet. Uh, the latter, I don't think he's definitely taken a strong hand on it and repeat offenders, you know, but now it's like, OK, now like inflation, you know, it's like uh, he's trying to figure something out. Now they're raising the interest rates. So now mortgages are going to cost more and so many other things. And then yet, um, had he thought about it uh, beforehand, there wouldn't be some of these issues. Same thing with, you know, the border, same thing with so many of these things. And the border, he still doesn't even deny that it's a problem. I mean, this is shocking. We're going to talk about in the next hour, you guys. Kirby was on today. This is, you know, Admiral Kirby from the Pentagon. And he was asked, you know, about the border. And he was like, the border's doing great. Basically, the president's well protecting the border. I'm thinking, boy, what are you on? You're really on some strong fentanyl, buddy. You know, you got some good stuff. Share it with the rest of us because, boy, you know, you're looking at a different border than we are. That's for sure. Let's go to Norm, line five. Go ahead, Norm. Hi, Rita. Hi, Rita. Yeah, first of all, uh, God bless Jimmy at Brooklyn. He is a genius. That he is. is. You I know, mean, by the I, way, I love Jimmy. He's one of my favorites because he always uh, has and he brain. has and he always puts, you know, history into it. And I, I, I always love his calls. Yes. And as yours, by the oh, way, Norm, God. Norm, you're in that mm-hmm. you're in that yeah. same group. I love you, too. You know that. Oh, no, thank you. No, no. I, I pale compared for the knowledge of Jimmy, man. I mean, he's uh, he's on a whole other level than me. So, so let but me anyway, wait before um, we go forward. Is Jimmy the maybe the MAGA Duke or the, you know, the, the MAGA, the MAGA Jack, not the MAGA King? Definitely be a MAGA Duke. I mean, that guy could be in a, I mean, if Trump gets elected, he should be in the cabinet. I mean, that guy is a genius as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, anyway, but yes, I just wanted to say, Rita, this is not one of my more developed phone calls, but I just want to say how much I do miss the MAGA king. I miss the MAGA king with all my, uh, with all my heart. And uh, I wish the MAGA king was our prayer. I mean, I, I, I just, you know, I, I, I long for the days of energy, independence and, and peace. The, in, <laughs> peace in the world and, uh, you know, uh, solid borders and, uh, you know, not the decline of Western civilization, which we have currently uh, a president who, you know, he wants us to burn. I mean, just, you know, just not saying that, you know, not, there's nothing calming. There's nothing reassuring about him. Uh, you know, they could uh, just, 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 yeah, I miss the mega king. That's all. No, that's a fact. <laughs> By the way, you bring up some great points. You know, you miss the day where you feel safe on the streets, you know, of your city. You miss the day where you could afford yes. to, you know, put gas in your car. 
You know, right. you miss the day where uh, you could buy groceries and not have to worry. If you're a, a mom or dad, you can find baby formula. Those would be nice days, you know? Yeah, no, I, I miss... I miss going on the subway and feeling somewhat safe. You know, I don't feel safe anymore. I, I, um, you know, just, just the contrast is just so dramatic. You have to write a uh, song, the- Norm, Ode to the MAGA King. Norm, thank you very much. Does everybody else out there miss the MAGA King like Norm? 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And we have been talking about a lot of the hypocrisy out there. By the way, uh, you've probably seen the latest headline. It sort of fits with what Norm was just saying here on the show, that President Biden has canceled some major gas lease sales amidst skyrocketing gas prices. So you're going to make it even harder for us to get the limited gas and oil leases underway that are already having enough trouble right now with gas and oil companies to do it based on this administration's policies we're feeling pain at the pump, and you're going to make it even worse? I mean, this is just, it's like, what's the definition of insanity? You do it over and over and over again. That seems to be this president's policies. And coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about the border, because this was stunning today that Congresswoman Kat Kamek came out with this image of at a time where everybody across the country, we've been talking about these supply chain issues, that's also been indicative of this administration and how they can't find baby formulas. But guess where there's tons of pallets of baby formula? At a detention center in Donna, Texas. There are apparently truckloads of pallets filled with baby formula that American parents would absolutely love to have, but they're available for the illegal immigrants. Boy, does that sound like a double standard or what? And I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. To me, I am livid. When I saw that, you see the images, you look at like these full pallets, and then you just basically look at almost every store in the country which is selling, you know, baby formula. I have so many friends that have been getting baby formula, trying to get it. Some of them just can't find it. I, I mean, that this is a crisis, but not if you're an illegal immigrant. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, we are talking about the MAGA obsession that clearly President Biden has. Let's go to Dom in Minnesota. Line 8. Dom, your thoughts. Yeah. Hi, Rita. I got a little limerick for you if you care to listen. Yeah, I lo- yeah let's hear it. This is a good night for limericks. Let's hear it. Okay. This, here it is. Biden's gone to bed. Trump is in his head. Crimes are up. Crimes up. Walls are down. But Biden's gone to bed. MAGA's bad. Dems are good. But Biden's gone to bed. Joe's lost. Nancy's toast. But Biden's gone to bed. And Saki fed to MSNDNC. <laughs> Wait a minute. But I didn't hear the last. The way you missed a good rhyme about the the last there. I didn't hear the, okay, the limerick Biden, on the. the, the so the last part is Biden's gone to bed and Saki fled to MSDNC. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, it didn't really rhyme, but I, but I, but Dom, I love the way you delivered it. That that was yeah. really good style. 
And you know what? I think you encapsulated a lot of the problems. Really quick, let's go to Steve in New Jersey. Line five. Steve, go ahead. No limericks, but go ahead, Steve. <laughs> Hi, Rita. Straight to the point. As a, I don't like Joe Biden. My dislike for him goes back to 1987, what he and his buddy Teddy But did real quick, Ford real quick. Having said that, I will try to help him as a patriotic American. And by the way, we want the best for America. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, it is indeed a crisis, but we found where the baby formula is. Baby formula is a huge issue, especially you moms and dads out there and grandparents. Everybody knows when your baby needs a certain kind of formula, it is a real crisis if you can't locate it. And who would imagine, you know, between everything else, I guess we could imagine, given everything else that's been in short supply of late and costing an arm and a leg. Well, now the latest is baby formula where it's been just really hard to locate. And it's because they had stopped basically production when there were reports of one of the labs that does, one of the manufacturers that does 43% of the baby formula across this country, uh, Abbott. So they basically put a block on it at that time, um, you know, because there were some questions about potentially maybe kids getting sick. There were some that even died. Uh, Abbott says it was unrelated, um, but there was a reason to have it recalled. But there was no backup plan. And there's been reports about baby formula shortages. I've been hearing about it for, you know, what, a few weeks now at least. And so this has been a real, real serious crisis. So take a listen. This is how Congressman Michael Waltz describes it. In Joe Biden's America, it seems like it's easier to get a crack pipe in a government-funded smoking kit than it is to find baby formula. And listen to this father who says it's been near impossible for him, too. It's getting pretty frustrating. Um, I've been to a number of stores. I went to like four or five stores yesterday. I was scraping the bottom of the uh, the can this morning, and I just had one uh, of the pre-made little bottles left. And so I saw this, and I, I came right over. Yikes. And like in all things Joe Biden administration, nobody knows who is running the show. Nobody knows who's in charge of certain issues like supply and demand. Listen to Corinne Jean-Pierre. This is the new White House press secretary. She starts uh, Jen Psaki's last day. I think her last briefing at least is tomorrow. So Corinne Jean-Pierre starts right after that. And she's off to a flying start. This is an urgent issue that the FDA, as you all know, and the White House is working 24-7 to address. Is this turning point on the the formula issue at the White House? I mean, at the White House, I don't don't know. I can find out for you and get you a person who's running point, um, but I I don't have a a person in it. So we don't know where it is. We don't know where we can find it. We'll try to figure it out. It's been in the headlines all over the place that this has been a crisis issue. And that's a real serious issue when you talk about formula for babies. I mean, you know, gas and escalating prices, all of that is obviously an enormous issue. 
But having the right formula is often extremely serious for kids. So this is really a crisis crisis, too, you guys. And the fact that this administration just sort of trying to kind of figure it out and, you know, kind of, oh, we'll see who's in charge of that. Is that going to be sort of like basically the border issue? Boy, let's hope not. But guess what? Guess where today there was a major revelation. And to me, you know, when I saw this, I, you know, I want to get your reaction. I just rolled my eyes. I was like, I can't believe this. At a time where we have been seeing picture after picture of empty shelves of baby formula, where mothers and fathers and other people getting baby formula for their loved ones, and you can't find it on store shelves. It's like it's like toilet paper at the height of the pandemic. Remember when you saw toilet paper, you're like, oh, my gosh, like I hit the lottery. And that's how parents feel right now when they find formula, which is really serious. And it's really important. And I think, obviously, American parents should be getting first dibs on whatever supply is available. And you would think that that would be the way it works. But no, 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 not in Biden's administration. Congresswoman Kat Kamek, Republican of Florida, shared today what was a blockbuster, some images of pallets of infant formula at the Ursuline Migrant Processing Center. It's in McAllen, Texas, right near Donna, Texas, And she put it out here, and she got it from a Border Patrol agent who just couldn't believe it. This was a Border Patrol agent who was trying to get formula for someone in his family, uh, the baby formula. I think it was a grandfather who was trying to get it for his grandchild, couldn't find it anywhere. And then suddenly he goes to work, and he sees at the storage facility, you know, this, like, enormous truckload of pallet after pallet after pallet. A baby formula. Can you imagine? You're like, uh, wait a minute. I can't get it for my son, Johnny. But all these illegal immigrants that we're not kicking out, that we're processing and that we're overwhelmed with processing. Now we're suddenly giving them this baby formula that even my grandchild can't get. And so many kids across America. To me, this just encapsulates so much of the way this administration has not only not helped the American public in a certain area, and this is sure a great example of it, and then giving another freebie to the migrants. I mean, they're giving them free cell phones, courtesy of taxpayer. They're giving them health care. They're giving them education. They're not kicking them out of the country. They're not vetting them. They're not giving them vaccines. You know, they're, it looks like they're about to lift Title 42. That could happen, in, you know, in just a short while later this month. Boy, what a mess. And then, lo and behold, there's the truckloads, pallets full of baby formula that American parents, hardworking taxpayers are looking for in stores for basic necessities, for life necessities for their kids. They can't find it. And it's sitting there on trucks waiting for the migrants to get it for free. Take a listen. Here is Congresswoman Kat Kamek talking about that. We literally are struggling to find baby formula around the country. Moms are struggling going from store to store to store. And then the stores are actually capping the amount of baby formula that they will sell them. But, and this got sent to me by a Border Patrol agent this morning and said, this is disgusting. You will not believe this. They're receiving pallets and more pallets of baby formula at the border. 
wow, they're getting more. So they're not only like overflowing with baby formula, they're going to get more of it. And yet, if you try to go to almost any store in this country, you'll definitely see that there is an enormous shortage. And in some stores, the shelves are like Lane Bear. And again, it reminds me so much of like in the height of the pandemic where you tried to go and you tried to get like, you know, napkins or toilet paper or whatever, and you couldn't get it. So it's like this is like crisis, but even more serious to make sure that an infant gets baby formula. I mean, this is really a crisis issue. And yet we're giving them to the migrants who are coming here illegally and it's overflowing there. It makes me wonder what else is overflowing there. Anything that we're short shrifting ourselves on? Is it like stocked up there? Like, you know, like, uh, you know, paradise is there and the rest of us, you know, just have to have scraps. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Let's go to Pete on line one. Pete, what do you make of this? To me, this is so irresponsible. And it just it it's just disgusting. And it reminds me so much, Pete, of the, okay, well, you know what? We don't have to, you know, worry about vaccinating the migrants because they're only going to be here, quote, a short while, even though most of them are here indefinitely, clearly. Um, we don't have to give them a vax mandate when, you know, NYPD and FDNY and uh, Los Angeles, you know, rescue workers, Seattle rescue workers. There were so many mandates put on so many different individuals and different groups and teachers and all those others. But if you're an illegal migrant, don't worry about it. And now don't worry about your babies. Okay, if, you know, we have to short shrift your kids, don't worry, but we're going to give it to the illegal migrants. I mean, I think if you asked anybody, they would say, you know, you got to screw loose if that's the case. Pete, go ahead. Pete, go ahead. I'm revved up tonight. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm following Norman, my buddy Norman, a shout out to him. I was just talking to him about an hour ago. Okay, here's the scoop. Next thing to watch for the shortage is going to be like carnation evaporated milk, because that's one of the ingredients that the old Italian women used to when they make the firmware up. That's one of the things you need. And that's already going off the shelves. Wait, wait, wait. What did they, what did the old, what did they do? What did the uh, Italian women used to do? Well, one of the, uh, one of the ingredients is like carnation evaporated milk that goes into homemade, the homemade formula. So that's going to be scarce too. Oh, wow. Well, I never knew that. You know, I, I remember I dated, I dated a couple Italian guys, but I dated them for their mothers. (laughs) And the reason I dated them is the mothers were the greatest cooks. They make the gravy. They make the gravy. The best oh, gravy. The best. The best. Gravy. The best. Yes, the best. Yes, I, yes. By the way, when I broke up with one of them, I was so heartbroken. I thought I'm never going to have a good lasagna or cannoli like that again. <laughs> but, all right. Anyway, go ahead, Pete. Remember, remember leave, the, uh, leave the gun and take the cannoli. Yeah, know, that's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, I Joe guess. Pesci. Uh, Okay, I predicted that uh, that horse that won the uh, Kentucky Derby would not run in the Preakness, and it probably ain't going to run in the Belmont either because the stud fee for that animal is enormous winning the Kentucky Derby, and it can only blemish it. That's where the money is in breathing, not in winning the races. No, the it's money, by the way, Pete, Pete, the money seems to be right now on uh, baby formula because 
This yes, is like, well, let me ask you, let me ask you since, and, and by the way, you're right about the, um, I remember you the other day saying that about the, uh, the horses, cause you're right. That, that horse is not running. I saw, so he's not going to be a triple crown winner. He's not, he may run in the Belmont, I think. Right. But he's not running in the next one. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Um, but real quick, what do you make of the fact that it seems like the illegal immigrants, there seems to be plenty of stuff there. I mean, that to me is shocking that when there's headlines all over the place about baby formula and it's like uh, all Americans are looking for baby formula and then it's sitting there in droves, it sounds like, and more coming to illegal immigrants. And, and they don't say it. And by the way, here's the other catch, too, Pete. In the last few hours since Kat Kamek's story came out, this congresswoman who blew the lid on it all, since that came out, they have actually basically kind of put a padlock, apparently, on that security, that storage location, and basically told the the Border Patrol folks, you can't come in here anymore. They don't want them. because So it makes you wonder what else is in there. Like, if you have nothing to hide, show us that, you know, that, okay, you know, or maybe we made a mistake or whatever. No, no, they're basically shutting off access. I mean, this is unbelievable, Pete. Right. Well, the thing is, too, they'll put up a giant fence like they did at the uh, Congress. The answer is sin. My father, if he was alive, he died seeing this. The land of the free got fences up. You can't even go to visit uh, sightseers and people. What are they afraid of? They got security. They got the Capitol Police and everything. Nobody's going to try to harm anybody. That was all. They opened the gates to let these people in on the 6th of January. I witnessed it. I saw it on television. Well, and Pete, and Pete, they they continue, as you know, they will not go after the rioters, the 574 different riots, not rioters, but riots that happened in, quote, the summer of love. Pete, thank you very much. You're terrific. I always love hearing from you. Uh, Let's go to Karen on line two. Karen, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. But I'm really disgusted to hear that there's all this baby formula that's just kind of sitting there on pallets and well, more trucks coming in. Par- they should have parents going into Texas over by that, uh, you know, that warehouse, wherever, and, you know, try to open up. The- <laughs> I mean, what else can you do? I mean, I, I told you weeks ago that I, I compare-, compare Putin to Biden. I mean, both of them are disregarding the country or their citizens. And Biden, I think, sometimes is even worse than Putin. Wow, Karen, worse. Listen, by the way, there are not a lot of things I will defend Biden on because I just think he's been such a disaster. But I will give him a compliment that he's not as bad as Putin. I mean, Putin's going over and, you know, uh, you know, doing much more than destroying a country economically. You know, I mean, you expect that from, you expect that from Putin. You, you don't expect that from this gun, from this government. Well, the double standards, by the way, on the border issue, Karen, is outrageous, isn't it? The fact that, you know, you're an illegal migrant and they're getting so many freebies and these double standards are, are just unbelievable in this baby formula crisis that we're experiencing yet migrants don't seem to be i mean how do you reconcile that like what what a what american president or what person who's overseeing border issues would ever accept that i'm glad to hear that norman's changing his mind about biden and trump (laughs) 
Never. He's never. He's never. Norm. Norm is Norm is a diehard, and we love that about Norm. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's trying to go against Biden, which is good. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's well. He. I think he's. I think he's just. He was a little bit, I think, confused on the Russia-Ukraine, but I think he's always been anti-Biden. That that seemed to be a constant. I'll defend Norm on that one. Karen, thank you. You're great. We'll continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. What do you make of the fact that there are pallets of baby formula there apparently at this warehouse? We saw the pictures. Now there's a padlock basically on it, and there are more trucks coming apparently to that facility Again, for illegal migrants, yet not for the average American if you go to a store. This, to me, is just shocking. It's horrible. And it's indicative of the way this president has handled the double standards with illegal immigrants and average Americans. 1-800-848-9222. I'll continue with your calls after the break. Listening to The Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Good luck if you are looking for baby formula. Take a listen. And this has been going on for some time, building up to this moment. It's almost like toilet paper. Remember at the height of the pandemic, it was like, I remember when I found toilet paper at one of the drugstores, I was like, boy, this is my lucky day. And now that's the way parents feel who are looking for baby formula. Take a listen. This is Congressman Mike Waltz talking about that. This crisis has been brewing for months. Uh, Since my four-month-old has been born, I've had my entire family across four states scouring shelves looking for formula for which he is dependent to survive. Wow, that's amazing. Four-month-old, and he's been looking across four states, and he's a member of Congress. By the way, he's a former Green Beret. This guy knows how to get things done. He's been to Afghanistan. He's been all over the world, and he's having a hard time finding baby formula. And guess where it is? It's at that facility down there with migrants. It's at a detention center. There are pallets upon pallets. And Congresswoman Kate Kamek describes a little bit about the border agent who blew the whistle and sent her a picture of all of these pallets that are right now there in Texas. He says, Kat, you would not believe the shipment that I just brought in. He has been a Border Patrol agent for 30 years. And he has never seen anything quite like this. He is a grandfather, and he is saying that his own children can't get food, baby formula, for his grandkids. But he, as a Border Patrol agent, just took in pallets, pallets of baby formula for all of the illegals that are crossing into the United States. And it is not the children's fault at all. But what is infuriating to me is that this is another example of the America last agenda that the Biden administration continues to perpetuate. Wow. The America last agenda. And it sure feels that way, especially if you're a parent now. And here you are, a member of Congress. We were just talking and playing that comment from Congressman Michael Waltz, a Green Beret who can't find it. Wow. This is tough stuff, guys. What are your thoughts? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Gene 
on line one. Gene, your thoughts about this crisis and the fact that that formula, that agent, that Border Patrol agent, like called the congresswoman saying, you can't believe what I'm seeing. She, he actually took in the pallets on a truck and now is wondering why Americans aren't able to have that luxury of a basic necessity like that. Yeah. I was just listening to your latest thing about the uh, padlocks on the door down there of the uh, facility that's holding that uh, baby formula. I suggest that he backtrack and instead of bringing these illegal migrants up to Westchester on planes, (laughs) throwing them out to the countryside to take over everything they want here, bring the baby formula up in the plains to Westchester Airport and let truckloads take the baby formula into Westchester and into New York City. And by the way, Gene, that's a great idea. Gene, you know what? Instead of ice air, it could be like uh, baby formula air, you know? And you know how like the migrants go to different cities? You would just distribute baby formula instead and then you'd be fine on the shelves. But you know what? You bring up a great point, because why is it not being distributed as easy? It seemed like the migrants were being distributed. We're going to continue with your calls. Gene made some great points, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. The migrants have baby formula, but Americans don't. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Hero segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor our great men and women in the military. I love this story, and it is coming from Florida, but it's coming from the skies above the state of Florida, where a woman who celebrated her 100th birthday did it by trying something new, jumping out of a plane. Ramon Sullivan, who served on the front lines as a nurse in World War II, took to the skies this week at Skydive Sebastian, and she went tandem skydiving for the very first time to celebrate her 100th birthday. Talk about the guts of her. That's great. She said, I've never done it, and I've done a lot of things in 100 years, so I thought I must do it while I still can. She said, it's scary. I would say it is. 
And Sullivan said she decided her first time skydiving would also be her last, but she said that she was happy that she did it. By the way, for the record, I did a skydive also with the Golden Knights. Um, Other than uh, dating that Italian guy that I told you about, this was the other brave thing that I've done. I did a jump 13,500 feet, and I jumped it with the Golden Knights. We went 120 miles an hour, free fall for 10,000 feet, the first 10,000 feet. Then the chute opens up, and then we shot up, and then we drifted down uh, for the rest. But we went down on a tandem skydive. I did it a couple years ago. I'll have to post those pictures again because it was so much fun, and it was an amazing view. Uh, I don't know if I would have had the guts at 100 years old to do it, but bravo for her. I think this is such a great, great story. Again, bravo to Ramon Sullivan of Florida who got to do a skydive at 100 years young. (laughs) What a great, great story. Meantime, we are talking about something that to me is just so shocking, but is so indicative, I think, of this administration. The Biden administration, here we kind of go again with these sort of double standards as Americans are dealing with rising crime. They're dealing with rising inflation. They're dealing with rising gas prices. They're dealing with a lot of things. And now we're also seeing even more supply chain shortages. And the latest is, of course, baby formulas we've been talking about. And lo and behold, guess where the baby formula is? It's at the southern border, basically, on the U.S. side. And a border agent blew the whistle. A guy who was looking for baby formula for his family. And one of the things he did was pulling in a truckload a pallet after pallet after pallet of baby formula. It's amazing. And you look at the pictures, and Congresswoman Kat Kamek shared the pictures and basically put them side by side of the pictures with pallets all over the place, just packed with baby formula. And then to the other side, there are empty store shelves. You know, And that basically just sort of says it all, like, okay, Americans, don't worry, toughen up. No problem if babies don't have the formula. I mean, you know, it's crazy. And then yet, let's make sure that those who've crossed the border illegally and skyrocketing numbers, as we know of what's crossed the border illegally. Remember, March had uh, over 200,000, and we're waiting to get the numbers of the April count, which are certainly about to be that and then some. And yet, guess what? The migrants there are getting the formula. And here's what Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, Republican of New York, had to say about just how tough it is. For the average American, not a migrant, migrant, you got the formula, but the average American, boy, you're having a tough time. Right now, families across America are struggling to feed their babies due to a horrific nationwide baby formula shortage. And I cannot think of a more harrowing, panicked crisis for parents to face than desperately trying to find food and formula for their newborn babies. And she said, just like a lot of these other issues that are at a crisis point, because it sure is, if a child does not have baby formula, that's a huge issue. And some kids have specific kinds, as you know, parents out there, you know all too well. And she said, this is something that this administration should have foreseen, didn't do anything, and yet seems to have prepared well for those illegally crossing into our country. House Republicans are here to push for action from the FDA and the Biden administration, who should have had a plan for this shortage months ago. This is not a third world country. This should never happen in the United States of America. We are unified in demanding action to address this crisis.
Yeah, it is outrageous. It shouldn't happen in this country, and it shouldn't be where someone who's crossed the border illegally is suddenly getting a lot of things that are now very hard to find for the average American. I mean, to me, this sort of, again, epitomizes so many of the other things that have happened in the last year or two and this disjointed policy that we've seen of the way they've treated people who've come in illegally versus the average American. And now it's at a crisis. It's the average infant in America. This is bad. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mark on line six. Mark, your thoughts about this? Yes. Hi, Rita. Uh, Pleasure to speak to you finally. And um, First, I got to say, I've tried to actually get in the night when Stan destroyed Jimmy, the great Jimmy, and I didn't know he was going to call tonight, but you know, he's the best, and he's got more talent in one pinky finger than Stan has in that fat head of his. But getting back to the whole thing with the, Whoa, poor Stan. Uh, the, Stan's getting slammed tonight. It's a slam Stan night. Well, he, deserves <laughs> he deserves it. He deserves it. But I have to say about, you know, they are ideologues in this administration beyond anything we've ever seen, and they are pushing through their far-left almost communist, well, like Jimmy says, communist uh, regime. And they even go, now they're going after, in a sense, Mama Bear with, with her cubs, you know, uh, our own uh, children in this country. This was totally avoidable, and they have an end game. We don't know what it is, but something is definitely so corrupt and evil about all of this. Yeah, what do you think is the end game? Because, Mark, it just defies logic to me. And, and you know, you know, if it happened like, you know, once or twice, you could say, oh, it's a fluke or it's a mistake. You know, sometimes things happen. Where, But it seems like there is a clear reoccurring pattern. And and I, I went back to the, the comment, I, and I was thinking when I saw this, I was thinking about, you know, okay, they give them the cell phones. They tell them, hey, show up in a few years, you know, and most of them never show up. Um, and then, you know... Why aren't you giving them the vaccine when you're ordering Americans at that time to have the vaccine? And the answer from the White House, I remember Jen Psaki was almost laughing, remember? And she said, well, they're not going to be here that long. We don't need to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, you're worried about, you know, law enforcement in so many of our great cities across the country. They got to get vaxxed up. And many people lost jobs. I mean, they treated, you know, doctors and and, you know, police officers and nurses, all these great heroes, they treated like them like vermin. And yet it was like, come on in. If you're an illegal immigrant, you don't have to get vaxxed. You don't have to get tested. I mean, what what is the end game of this, Mark? And now it's babies. I mean, it's like it's like staggering. There's a pattern here. There's a well, clear pattern. Absolutely. It's not incompetence. This is some master design. And it's obviously showing the we want everyone else to come here. We're going to give you everything. We know you'll vote for us. And the rest of us, we're being punished. We're being punished for being citizens. And I don't think that fair-minded uh, liberals uh, like this any more than people who are Trump supporters or conservatives, uh, because this is just outrageous, like you say. It's beyond anything we could ever have imagined happening. It's by design, because everything – they keep hitting us from different angles yeah no you're right it's like everything and you just and it just it defies logic too, mark you know i mean i'm a big believer in you know in in protecting americans and i don't care you know again if it's a republican or democrat or whoever is you know whatever i just want the best for our country and the best for our citizens 
And to me, I would make sure especially American babies get priority. I mean, and, and it's like, and then if you try to blow the whistle, suddenly there's a padlock on that door where there apparently was pallets after pallets after pallets. I mean, we saw the pictures. I, I mean, it, it's really, it is shocking. And to me, you know, you know, Kat Kamek, the woman, the congresswoman who blew the lid on this because she got the pictures from the border agent who was just so appalled by it. Um, she used the expression, it's America last. And how sad is that? I mean, what what country are we living in where the leadership is saying, oh, we're going to make sure that American citizens, taxpayers get it last. You guys buck up, but illegal immigrants, whatever you want. I mean, there there is something really, really wrong with uh, with the priorities at minimum. That's the nicest thing I could say. Mark, thank you very much. Let's go to David, line one, and from L.A. David, your thoughts? Oh, boy, you're making me faint tonight, Rita, with this new story. So here's what I want to just tell everybody that's not sure why everything's going wrong in America. I'm here to say with great certainty the Democratic Party is here to purposely take down America. They're being run by China. All these high-powered Democrats are taking money from China here to destabilize America in every way possible. Why would you open up the borders and let everybody in from all over the third world country? Why would you do that to weaken them? It makes no sense. And people, gee, that doesn't make any sense because you're here to destabilize America. So now we got the, uh, the, the, the formula going to the illegal immigrants instead of the people here in America. Um, but the LGBT movement, it's basically an anti-heterosexual movement. It's every type of identity except heterosexual men. And if your kids aren't some of the 86 different genders, well, you're non-inclusive. How come you're not teaching your boy to be a girl? Uh, you're transphobic. Everything is going the wrong way. Uh, but, you know, gee, the Black Lives Matter, so the police don't have to arrest criminals anymore. More criminals on the street. Look what's happening in the major cities. Why would Joe Biden cut off the gas supply in America? Look at the inflation rate. People can't afford to eat and feed themselves. and It's just getting worse. So now he comes out and says, oh, gee, well, you know, it might get worse before it gets better. And then he blames it on Putin. Everything is being done to purposefully take down America from within. It started with Obama. We had a break with Donald Trump, but you know, Trump, that racist meanie, uh, we, we got to vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, first black female president. And if you don't, well, you're not inclusive, you're racist, you're against women, you're a xenophobe. So the people have been brainwashed. And then the election, here's what's the most heartbreaking. The election was clearly stolen with all those paper mail-in ballots, the way the Democrats stole it. But if you say anything about it on YouTube, you get your account deleted because it's been proven that it wasn't stolen. So I'm just here to say to everybody, so so Democrats, if you vote Democrat, I know people that say, oh, Democrat, the People's Party. I'm a lifelong Democrat. It ain't what it used to be. You're voting for your own demise, and I'm here to say, Next thing is to take decent heterosexual American families and ship them out of the country because they're the problem with their old colonial values. And, you know, half the people in the country would say, yeah, we should ship heterosexual families out of America. They're the problem. So we got a brainwash situation and it ain't looking good. And Rita, 
Help! Yeah, you know what, David? I was waiting for that Hail Mary at the end there, all right? But you know what's what's interesting, David? You bring up some powerful points. You brought up a lot of points there, by the way. I don't even know where to begin with all of that. But with the point of the PC, it's like, okay, they're so caught up in making sure, well, this word is here. This word's correct. This word's there. I mean, I don't want to go into too much of a tangent, but, you know, they were go this Justice Department. I, I just when you talked about some of the points there with the verbiage. Remember, they were going after parents. They were labeling parents as domestic terrorists who were criticizing critical race theory and problems at the Loudoun County School. Remember, but yet they they were they're still kind of like barely protecting the Supreme Court justices. But they couldn't wait to kind of go after parents. It's like the priorities. I feel like you're we're like living on Mars. I mean, it's just insane. And again, it's a little bit of this rules for, you know, for me, but not for thee. Um, And in fact, here, this is David Webb. I want to play a quote. This is a comment from David Webb, uh, Fox News contributor. And he basically sort of summed it up that, you know, uh, if you're with the Biden administration or you're a pal or whatever, you're not going to have any trouble. But the average American, they're going to have trouble. And that includes baby formula. First of all, I must have missed something because... Isn't Pete Buttigieg in charge of transportation, the supply chain? Where is he? Great because question. let's go to the biological fact here. He and Chastain have to have baby formula. I'm guessing that Pete Buttigieg is not out of formula anytime soon. Great point. Just like those illegal aliens that they're letting flood across our border. And then David also said that it basically shows either a master plan or just Poor planning by this administration. You've got people really hurting. And look, call it what it is. The ideology and the incompetence in this White House is on clear display. And that's a dangerous combination for the American people. And we are going to pay this price for a while. So, David, what's your response? Is it ineptitude or is this sort of a master plan? No, like I say, it's a master plan, the purposeful takedown of America, very strategic, everything being done to take down America from within. And and yes, that's, the, the you know, we're in some kind of global economy, the word deep state, the word Illuminati, <clears throat> these are not conspiracies. I believe it's coming from China, and they're very brilliant and strategic. And the worst part, they got so many Americans brainwashed, especially younger people, that they're getting away with it. And if you say anything, then you're demonized. So I'm just here to tell everybody that considers themselves a Democrat, you can't vote Democrat ever again. You're just going to have to vote for that racist, sexist, egomaniac Donald Trump. Is it, now, let me ask you, it, is it time to bring back uh, the MAGA king, as you're describing? <laughs> absolutely. He's the greatest thing this country has ever seen. I don't believe anyone can do it the way he can. And <clears throat> really... I don't even like to say how great he is. You know, I think, you know, I have an ego myself. This guy's the best thing that America has ever seen. And I mean, of all time, he's so amazing that it's stunning. And he has a lot of help from the NSA and the military. But no, this guy's the greatest thing this country's ever seen. And it's a shame that we would only get four more years out of it. But hopefully after that, it would continue with just more Republicans that could continue. But we're in true history of seeing the greatest human this country's ever known. That's my opinion. And you're talking about uh, Trump, not Biden, right? Just for the record here. 
absolutely Donald Trump. And who would have thought that knucklehead from The Apprentice is such a genius and so good? And, you know, the way he stood up to the world powers, the way he stood up to Putin, the way he stood up to Xi, uh, Xi uh, the guy in China, and also with the U.K., with the, with the every, everybody was so shady, robbing America, just raping America, just 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 treating it so bad. And he stood up and got the respect and the whole world got in line. And then we had to have the coronavirus. So paper ballots and the election was stolen. And now look what's happening again with the inflation, with open borders, with crime, with the supply chain. What a tragedy. None of it should have happened because Trump should have been in office. And nobody wants to say it. And then if you do say it, you get censored. So I'm here to say to all the WABC listeners, you have to spread the word. And if you're a Democrat, you can't ever vote Democrat again because it's a, it's not what it used to be. All right. Well, David, you got a lot out there. Thank you very much for your call, David. It's always great. And I love your passion. And I love how much you care about this country, too. And by the way, um, you know, you're talking about the voting booth and November is coming. I mean, you know, listen, that this will absolutely, even though it's Congress, it certainly will be a referendum on the current president. Um, and a lot of people are predicting a huge, huge landslide for the Republicans. And that will, of course, lay the groundwork for what happens after 2022 for the presidential election 2024. And it's not that far away. November is going to be here before you know it. And boy, the list of things, as you just belted out, there are a lot of things for people to think about when they go to the ballot box. Everybody, we're going to continue with your calls. Are you as frustrated as David is on so many levels? And I think this case of what's happening there at the facility, the detention facility, with tons of baby formula there, but Americans don't have it. It sort of just epitomizes, sadly, what's been going on the last year or two of this presidency. 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show. You know what? David, who just called into the show, had a lot of descriptions for President Biden. But I think Rambling Man would be a good name. Don't you think? You got MAGA King versus Rambling Man. That, I think, there's the campaign ad right there. And Emily Capano, who is a Fox News host, had this description of the situation with the lack of border, of uh, basically border security. The fact that there is tons of formula sitting in a warehouse for migrants, illegal immigrants, but not on American store shelves. She said, boy, this is indicative of this babbling Biden presidency. My heart just breaks for these families. Yesterday, a father of a seven-month-old baby girl in Texas reached out to me, and he said she's a sensitive stomach, so she needs special formula. And he said about three times a week, he has to drive around once he hears on the website which stores have stocked it because when he goes out on a daily basis, it's just empty shelves. And he said, how long can I keep this up when I'm paying $4 a gallon of gas? And he said, look, I know I'm not the only one, right? But here in Texas, he said, why doesn't Biden let these companies drill for oil to ease the pain at the pump and then ease the pain at the empty shelves? He said, this cult has to stop. 
This has to stop. And boy, the disparity is just unbelievable that this administration doesn't get it. It's like they're giving deference to the illegal immigrants. And that just is sort of par for the course. They're giving them a free cell phone at taxpayers' expense. Give them everything else, it seems, according to this administration. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to line six. Uh, George, your thoughts about this? Hey, George? George, call us back. We're losing you there. But let's go to Bernie on line eight. Go to Let's go to Bernie in the meantime. While George gets it together there. Go ahead, Bernie. All uh, right. Uh- Hey, Rita, first-time caller. I love the show. That Thank last you. Caller was right, that last caller was right on the money. Uh, what needs to happen is you guys need to talk about the election sto- was stolen and then have the military go into the White House and get Joe Biden and pull him out and charge him with treason. This is outrageous. What they're doing to this country is... Bernie, you are... Bernie, you're hardcore. Listen, I'll just settle for, right now, baby formula being on the shelves. What about pulling out... Let's, instead of short-term, let's at least pull the baby formula out of the detention centers and put them on the American shelves. I mean, to me, it's like a basic thing. The fact that we even have to discuss this... This administration's got to get it together. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com. 